Ready? Born ready. So amazing. So amazing. Yes, it's the energy for me. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy almost time to weekend. Cheers to the freaking weekend. It is another episode of the Cool and Conscious Podcast brought to you by Black Owned Black Run Company, just Eldridge Media. Shout out to them and your host, of course. Cree, that's me. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining me yet again for another week. Um, another chance for you to be cool. Another chance for you to be conscious. Another chance for you to go out into the world and, you know, be yourself in a positive, uplifted, strong, powerful way. Now, before we get into the NM, I need to make sure I let you know how I feel because I feel. Uh, Okay, I can't really remember how I felt last week, but I don't know. (laughs) You were conscious last week. Okay, 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 okay. You know what? I think I might just be conscious the whole month of February. I feel like that's a thing. (laughs) Black History Month. Right, Black History Month. I feel like that's a thing. Um, So today I feel conscious and... Of course, it is just one because it is Black History Month, but two because I know last week I talked about like not being on social media. Um, and today someone texts me and they're like, Hey, Cree, can you post this for me? And I'm like, I still haven't gotten back on social media. So do I get on social media to post what they asked me to post? Or do I continue to stay off social media? Um, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm doing what's best for me. I already made a decision. I need to commit to that decision. And I let them know, look, I don't know when I'll be back on social media. So yeah. Um, And I know that there are different ways. Like you don't have to get on social media. You can go and post from these little like app things and have it like automated and whatever. But I genuinely saw something Wait, I saw something that said like six months, no like social media. The time they would have put into social media, they put it into themselves um, and so much change for them. And I'm just, as I'm continuing to be conscious about who I am and who I want to be and who I was, I really want to commit to that. Um, So as of now, it's been a month um, and a few days. So hopefully we can get this thing popping in June. But wait, does the six month, is it six months or then I come back on the seventh month? Or is it five months and I come back on the sixth month? <laughs> Every one to be six months, you had to come back. On the, the seventh end. month? Yeah. Oh, see, I was ready to come back on the sixth. <laughs> Five months then. I was ready to come back on the sixth one. Okay, that does make sense. Wow. Okay, wow. That ooh, that changes things. 
<laughs> That's literally like half of the entire year. Wow. 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 Okay. You guys will be getting a weekly update on how I'm doing. Um, and I really, really finalized that decision <laughs> because I still had the app on my phone, but I just wouldn't get on the app. And you know how you get like notifications from the app. So I still get like notifications, but I just, like I said, would not interact with it. So today I get a notification and I take the bait. And <laughs> it says like the baby gets into a fight or something like that. Damn. And so I clicked it and I'm like, you had, you had to click it. Though. I was like, you no, I clicked it. it. I did. I did. The clickbait works because I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Click it and I see that the baby and Delaney, I try to make that work, but the baby and the baby mama, one of the baby mamas. <laughs> I was just kidding. That's so not nice. But the baby and Danny Lay, Danny Lay's brother. Let me make sure I'm saying it right. Danny Lay's brother got into a fight. But honestly, it really wasn't even like a fight. It was like a jumping because from the video, you just see like the baby like, hauling at the brothers, smacking him in the face. They both fall down. Mind you, hold on. Here's a kicker. They're at a bowling alley. <laughs> they're literally at a bowling alley. So they're sliding up and down the lane and is the baby and all of his friends. So you got about seven grown men plus the Danny Lay's brother. They're all like Dang. jumping him Dang. and they're Dang. like rolling around the, the, the lanes. Like, <laughs> See, the bullshit is it's bowling lanes. Right, so like, there's no way you're going to have traction <laughs> in those lanes. So they all look like dummies. All of them. All of them. And it just reminded me why I just need to focus on myself. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I get it. You fight, fight it out, whatever, whatever, whatever. Because people fight, unfortunately. That's a thing. But all odds were against them. Like, everybody literally could have gotten so hurt. Like, it's a slippery bowling alley. And I think they had the bowling shoes on. Like, so it's like ice frozen part three. They look stupid. Like. They definitely look stupid. Just imagine somebody coming towards you and they, they fidgeting, trying not to fall because they have no balance because the floor is slippery underneath them. They're falling some guy is pulling his hair and like he's falling while he's pulling his hair and the brother's falling. Like it just was a shit show. It's not something that I would encourage you to do. I feel like that was very cool of them. Now, had they been a little more conscious, they would have just waited till they got outside or took the bowling shoes off or at least, you know, weren't on the lanes. <laughs> now, I do want to talk about Unless like. Unless they slid them down like a bowling ball. Right. Like, there were so many things they could have done, literally. Like, beat them up on the the dry part and then just slide them down the, the thing. Like, <laughs> there's so many other things that they could have done. Um, either way, I do want to talk about this. Wait, no, hold on. Let me backtrack to that. Because it's just crazy how... Danny Lay, her baby is fresh. Like, still got baby breath, okay? And she has been through so much. So much in the time 
frame of her daughter being born. Like, I don't wish that on anyone. Ladies, please, 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 please. It is not cool to be a baby mama. And I know I've said, Damn. I don't care what nobody say. It's not cool to be a baby mama. And it's not cool, cool, or it's not not cool, whatever, to be a baby mama that's dealing with drama. Like, it's, I get it. Baby mamaism, it happens. You know, like, it absolutely happens. And I'm not talking down. I'm not throwing shade. But in doing it by yourself, you got to deal with the drama too. Like, so you have your own personal drama. You have your kids drama. You have the baby daddy drama. Then you have y'all as a collective unit drama. That's a lot of drama for one person to carry. And then it's public. Like, that was the, I I saw that at 7 a.m. this morning. Like, or 7 7 a.m. I saw it at 7 a.m. in the morning. Imagine being waking up out of your sleep because your brother got beat up at a bowling alley. Damn. Brother was talking shit, though. What does that mean, Key? That means that when I saw he you, was, was talking site. shit yeah, and the I... baby was doing shit. That's two completely different things. Hey, man. I mean, listen, I have a sister, so I, I was defending my sister's honor, too. Right. Like, but... I'm like... What do you mean if somebody was treating your sister dogging? Do- I mean, straight diggity dogging publicly, because it's a difference from being diggity dog privately, and it's a difference from being diggity dog publicly. Not saying either one is right or wrong, one is better, one is worse, but it's just a difference. <laughs> like, I mean, truthfully, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't step in because mm. you know she's a grown woman; she's gonna yeah. make a decision. Danny Lay's a grown woman. She's going to make her decision. They have a baby together. Who knows how it's going to end up back around and they be cool again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, like you're seen a, you so are many, absolutely right. We've seen a lot of relationships happen like that. Yeah. I mean, Rihanna talked to Chris Brown afterwards, too. Let's she was forget. in love. She Let's was not in forget. love. No, you can't never forget that. And I loved that for them, that period of time. I absolutely loved that for them. Um, but she's pregnant now, so... I love that for her too now. <laughs> um, not really sure if I'm a, a fan of ASAP Rocky because I don't for, I didn't forget what he said when he said what he said um, when he was going through what he was going through. Didn't forget that. Um, so I'm not really sure how I feel. And being that Rihanna is such like a, a philanthropist and so involved in the community and she resonates with the struggles that people face on a day-to-day basis, like that is her essence. And you can tell that. Um, just by so much of the work that she's done that we know of. Because who knows what she's done that's been on the hush-hush, you know? But that ASAP Rocky, I'm not sure what they have in common. <laughs> I'm, not sh- I'm not sure because... Fashion. But he's not really all that fashionable. Like, I, like... Yeah, he wears tight stuff. He's like rich bummy fashion. Rihanna's like classy, classy fashion. Whatever she does is fashion because she revealed the baby bump with a jacket and it was like, wow, that's beautiful. I almost thought it was like fake. Like, right. She's sticking her stomach out to make it funny, y'all. Like, you know, she'll do that. When I say, I was like, that's such, that's the beautifulest coat I've ever seen. And it was literally just a regular long puffer jacket. Like, 
your jacket right now in pink. Literally. It was just a puffer jacket that she didn't have like all the way like buttoned down. <laughs> and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Shout out to Rihanna. Congratulations on that again. Um, shout out to 2 Chains. Um, he just released an album. Um, since we're shouting out people, I just that just crossed my mind. Um, a friend of mine... Uh, mentioned that they were going to see his concert at the Crystals off of Northside Drive. And it apparently was this big thing. And they were giving out like free crystals and he performed. And I'm like, wow, oh my gosh. Love that 2 chains. I love how, you know, people really doubted him for a long time. Because 2 chains didn't pop, you know, for a long time. And even with him not having popped for a long time, the longevity of his career is... So amazing because it's like, okay, you got started late, quote unquote, to the public eye, but you have held it down, literally. Like, <laughs> Two Chains is one of those people that you can go to and you know if you hear it's going to be a Two Chains feature, like, you just know it's going to be a good song. You know it, you feel it. They're going to play it in the club, they're going to play it at the skating rink, you're going to play it in the car, they're going to play it, you know, on certain radio stations. And it's like, wow, I love that for him. But do you not think he's too old to make that kind of music sometimes? Because, like, did you hear Yo Gotti? No, what Yo Gotti say? No, he didn't say nothing to his album. Oh, <laughs> what Yo Gotti was talking about? Let me go. I need to go download that. See, yeah. y'all, I'm a granny. I done, I done left radio and turned to a granny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, so I'm not going to say nothing now because you haven't heard it. Listen to Yo Gotti. And then listen to Two Chains again and tell me. So like, what? Yo Gotti was throwing shots at Two Chains. You're being so no, vague right now. No, not shots. I'm just saying like. Oh, Yo Gotti sound like he was mature. I mean, you know, Two Chains. He's almost fifty. You know what I'm saying? So he is who? Yeah, he right. You right. You know, Ooh. so when I see him in the video with the mask on, kind of open and stuff. I mean, listen, the music snapping is riding and everything, but I thought he was gonna do the um. Classical beats, the introspective two chains, you know, not another, you know, turn up joint. But you know, I know how music and labels go. He probably yeah. just dropped it to get his own stuff. So I hope he gives me what Yo Gotti gave me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Yo Gotti on there talking about you know splitting money with his partners and coming up in business, wow. and cryptocurrency and stocks in the hood. Yo Gotti? Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Let me go ahead and yeah. download Yo Gotti, Check honey. It Check it out. Yo. Talking about some of that same stuff y'all was talking about last week, building your team. Oh, so he got like a that. conscious album. I mean, I wouldn't say conscious. It's still trap. It's still hood, but he's just, you know, he's, he's talking saying it in a he's different talking way. like he's grown, like he's, you know, in his 40s. You know what I'm saying? Giving game, not still trying to make. Not like how Juicy J. You know, you see Juicy J sometimes, you look at him like, bro, you too old. I just sometimes. feel like that's Juicy J, though. Like, some people you just got to just crossed get... over to the turn grandpa, like Snoop. Right, right. like, I'm like, some people you just got to just, you know, <laughs> like, Juicy J is going to just be the turn grandpa, like. Like Gucci Man, right? Like, I wouldn't say the same about Gucci Man because he's, like, the father of it. It's a little bit different, but I just, it's just when somebody says they're going to do something, I was just yeah. expecting that from Juicy That's all that was. Just an expectation. Yeah. But the album's good, though. And the concert, how do they say it looked? Because I know that space isn't, it's not a lot of space out there. Oh, they said it was packed. Like they shut down the street. Mm, no, no, so they, I think they just did like the parking lot. 
like that crystals, you know how the crystals are like on the left mm-hmm. and then they have like that parking lot on the right hand side. Oh, so they was just, on that side. Yeah, they okay. were just on and that he side. He was on top of the crystals? Right. No, no, no. He wasn't on top, but they had like a stage in the front, like by the uh, street. So he should have been on top of that crystal. That Honestly, been, that would have been fire. Ooh, that would have been fire. Um, but I can't wait to listen to this Yo Gotti album. Um, I feel like it's going to be fire. Thanks so much for putting me on. And it says the name of it is Free Game. Okay, we will see. And what's the name of Two Changes One? Let me see. Okay. Dope don't sell itself. I mean, what there did you go. think it was gonna be about? You thought it was gonna give you classical and this, this, and this, and this, uh, it, and this. It could have. It could have. You know, the names always be the names now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right about that. I think too, like you said, some people. While they are trends and they do have the ability to set trends, sometimes they also follow them. You know, like what I've realized is nobody is above following the trend. It's inevitable. You see something that someone else has, it's like, oh, that's cool. Whether your trend is the standard of society or your trend is the standard of your, your like, personal community you know there's so many different trends and we see something in in efforts to fit in or in efforts to stand out when we go into another community we're still following some form of trend and i feel like i absolutely agree with you like damn two two chains we mr chains hello (laughs) can we hear something else this is why you have people signed to you under you that can talk about that you know um but we are still in atlanta in the heart of Atlanta, so but in Ti, he ain't making music no more. He doing comedy, so he is somebody. Had it. See, you've been off internet. What? Oh my god! <laughs> well, so he turned into a comedian, or he doing the little funny videos? No, he's on stage doing bits, <gasps> opening for comedians. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Honestly, Ti. T.I.P., the king, whatever you want to call him, his life, he didn't live about nine lives. I'm not even going to hold you. It's been drug dealer before he was a rapper. That's two. After rapper, it was a jail life because I remember he got in trouble and that's kind of like while his career was taking off, but like kind of slowing down like it was a whole bunch going on. Um, ooh, and that's when Dead and Gone came out with Justin Timberlake. Ooh, that used to be my jam. Um, what else? He's definitely like a TV personality. Um, yeah, the Family Hustle. Fa- like Family Hustle. He's definitely a TV producer because he, the I'm sure he's produced some of them shows, mm-hmm. Tiny and Shakana or Family Hustle. Oh, all of those. T.I. Uh, What's it called? The T.I. game show where they um where they had to be like his winner or something. Oh, yeah. I forgot about what that. What was that? Yeah, like, like T.I. Um, the final hustle. Something. Something. Grand, something. Grand hustle. Grand something. hustle. Something. Like, right. Something like that, and they yeah. were looking for like a apprentice or something. Yeah, it was like yeah, a. Yeah, it was like his assistant. A, right. Yeah. Right. Right. That we on number five. Okay. Um, what else? And he did that show with Cardi B and then that hustle. Uh, right. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Um, now he's a comedian. Um, he's a dad. 
Okay, a parent, a husband, that's eight. Like, you know, it's hard to have friends and shit. Like, let me ask y'all a question. Can you be in a committed relationship and still have a friend from the opposite sex? Yes. Now, if you fucking it, don't count. The lady's like, yes, it do. It's the account. It's the account. You see how bad motherfuckers ain't shit, man. Ladies cheat way better than us, so don't get into the game, okay? Because the shit is going to be fucked up for you. Besides, cheating, cheating is a big dick game anyway, okay? You got a little dick, don't keep that to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. And, um... That's a little bit of yeah stand-up for you. I think he might need to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> or he might need to keep some of those bits to himself. <laughs> He could trade places with me. I'm funny. <laughs> dang, dang, dang. <laughs> okay, so we're on eight. Oh, and he had a podcast. Like, my guy has some of everything. Like, at this point, he this is nine different. Oh, wait. And he was an actor. How could you forget? <laughs> like, yeah, he was on uh, with Denzel Washington. What? what, what, what? American oh, Gangster. American Gangster, ATL. Takers. Oh, yeah, I ATL. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Congratulations, T.I. Um, more, I don't know, more blessings, more peace, more love, more happiness to you. Um, and I really want to know what happened to Expeditiously. That was his podcast. I don't know what happened to it, but I know that it is no more. Um, but it seems like they are so. Yeah. They come with a maid and a butler and everything, huh? Rashad, Excuse I'm sorry. Me. Aaron, is it? <laughs> Give me my necklace back, cause it means something. Right here. I bet you had a nice little laugh about this, huh? Give me back my necklace. <laughs> no. Damn necklace back. Give me my damn necklace back. That's funny. Yeah, that's a honestly, that's an iconic movie. It's iconic. For real? It's iconic. It's iconic. Dang. It's really, and this is not me comparing this, that particular movie, dead ass could be like, hmm, I really don't want to say what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. It could dead ass be like a Love and Basketball remake. <laughs> You don't think so? No. <laughs> no, you don't think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I was tripping because they went from little kids to adults. Yeah, wow. Little best one was a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I was too old for that role. Yeah, you're right. You should have bad while I do that. You're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. Loving basketball. Because I'm now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, they, they for real went from like middle school, high school, college regular life she went overseas he broke a knee like they went through some real shit boy Woo! i'm sorry loving basketball <laughs> now that's a classic now that's a classic, classic. you're right you're right you're right speaking of classics hold on i started a new book 
Um, and it is by Maya Angelou. How do you say her name? Maya Angelou or Maya Angelou? I hear so many different words. You know, ones. it might be like tomato, tomato. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be offensive, you know, considering that she is an icon. Um, and the book that I'm reading is The Heart of a Woman. Um, it was on Oprah's book club list. Um, if y'all remember that, like back in the way, way, way day. <laughs> um, but essentially, I am on chapter, I think, five. I'm on chapter five. And so far, it has been a great read. Um, I had no idea that Maya Angelou uh, was six feet tall. Had no idea that she not just was a writer. I thought Ms. Maya was writing her whole life. No, she started writing like in her 30s um, or in her late 20s. One of the two, don't misquote me. Um, or don't quote me, my bad. She also was a dancer, like a performing dancer. I've got to make sure I clarify that. She was not a stripper. Um, <laughs> she was a performing dancer. She was a singer. She would literally travel across the world um, performing. Um, and then one day she got a call from someone or she got like a letter or they had a conversation either way. And they told her how good of a writer she was and that she should move to New York. Well, Sis was like, I've always wanted to write and packed up and left, left L.A. or left California, rather, moved across the country to New York and began writing. And obviously the rest is history. But I'm at the part where she just met Martin Luther King. So he comes to New York and they're doing like a fundraiser. And literally she meets him. And just some of the words that he said, even like back then, because, you know, you know, growing up, we only learn about the I had a dream that one day that's all we know. Like we don't get to hear the other speeches. We don't get to we literally see that same picture of him standing um, in front of everybody at the March on Washington, giving the famous I have a dream speech like. You even get printouts of the speech. I remember I had a printout, or I still do have a printout of the speech that I got at a museum. Like, that is the most infamous speech in the entire world history of anything. Um, But just reading her encounter that she had with him and some of the people that, I mean, some of the words that he said, let me see if I can find something that he said. I, I underlined it just because... Um. We were one people, indivisible, in the sight of God, responsible to each other and for each other. We, the black people, the most displaced, the most porous, the most mangled and scourged or scourged, child, scourged, scourged. I don't know what the word is, (laughs) but in him saying that, it honestly awakened awakened a conscious a level of consciousness for me because not saying that this is what I've been saying but I know that this is what I have been saying like I'm like bro if you are not sick see now I'm about to go down a rabbit hole but if you are not sick you are sick you literally are sick you know how the people that have um, uh, um, Stockholm Syndrome, 
where they are literally being tortured, but because they're so afraid, they don't, this is all they know. They don't even see it as being tortured. They see it as love and care and affection. And they depend on that to survive and to keep going. And it's like, we depend on being mistreated. We depend on going to the store and spending all our money so we can make the world think that it's something that is not. or So we can still pretend that we're doing better than the average person or than the average Negro or the average black person or the average nigga or the average whatever you want to call person of color. We want to pretend like we are doing better than what society already says that we're doing. It's literally right in our face. We are the poorest. Look at our communities. <laughs> Look at our communities. They just had a meeting earlier this week for the way that the MARTA stations are treating this side of town. <clears throat> and when I say this side of town, I'm referring to the inner city side of town, the black side of town, um, the underfunded side of town, um, the homeless side of town. When you go into those martyr stations, I kid you not, they are filthy. Filthy, disgusting, smell like, feel like, sound like they ain't never been cleaned in their life. Literally. God forbid you drop a pin. You better leave that pin right there. Like it's not worth picking it up. And the crazy thing is we have the money to do it. We have the money to clean our train stations and they're not clean. But you go to that one by the State Farm Arena, it ain't even no gum on the ground. Like, <laughs> it's clean because that's where the white people go. Every MARTA station that white people frequent at, the one up at Lenox is clean. Granted, that's a pretty uh, blackly populated uh, part of town nowadays, but it's still clean. You go to our hospitals. Oh, wait, we don't have any. <laughs> like, we don't have any hospitals. Yeah, we have Grady or South Fulton, but do you realize you have better luck just walking it off than you do going into one of those hospitals? Because the, uh, the time frame it takes for you to really get help, it doesn't matter. It's absolutely insane. You go to grocery stores. They're filled and pumped with poison. It's not one trader. The closest Trader Joe's to the west side of Atlanta is about 15 minutes. If you take the back roads, it might be about 22 minutes. That's just with traffic, stopping with lights, going down one way, having to get your route turned around if it's too much traffic. That's like worst case. Damn. You know how many Popeyes are in this? Popeyes and... Uh, Church's Chicken and Checkers is literally one at the light. All three of them are at the light. They're at like each light. McDonald's, Taco Bell, you name it. <laughs> Little Caesars, like <laughs> you name it. You can find it that's bad for you over here. And so for things to have been that way so long ago, not even so long ago, because this was in the mid-1900s, or early 1900s. Child, I don't know when this book came out. Um, I don't know. But this is in the 1900s. Things were like that then. It's crazy. How things are still exactly the same. 
Exactly the same. And I, in full transparency, I was very, very upset this week. Like unbearably upset. I felt extremely overwhelmed. I felt just disappointed. I felt like I was carrying so many problems that I couldn't control on, on my mind. And carrying something in your mind is much different from carrying it in your hand. And I felt like I had been carrying it for so long, mentally carrying it. And I realized I had to release it. And a part of one of the things I was carrying was all of that fucking protest I was doing. (laughs) I'm like, I was going to protest day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. Two, three protests a day, not eating, like outside speaking, like going in, going hard. Okay. For shit to still be the same. (laughs) Like, I'm only laughing because I'm tired of crying. Uh, But imagine something you've been working at, just working relentlessly, working at it, and it don't work out. And then the people that you did it for don't care enough to ensure that it changes. They want to cheer you on or repost it, but they don't actually want to do the work. They don't want to do the work. And it's like, oh my gosh, I just felt so dumb. Like real, realistically, I felt so dumb for going to protest because I'm like, what did it change? What did it change when you have someone by the name of Amir Locke that was just literally killed in the city of Minneapolis because they served a no-knock warrant, which the mayor and the judge and the entire like jurisdiction agreed would no longer happen after the entire like George Floyd thing. They were like, okay, well, changes, reform is coming. They created a whole reform team and they are just looking super, super proactive and we care about black people um, in your face. And here we have a young man that was, um, I'm not sure how old he was, so I don't want to misspeak. But you literally have a young black man who was asleep. My boy was knocked out when they came in. And they had a key. How did they get a key? Did they go to the landlord? Because I thought the no-knock, they kicked the door down. This is this is no not mean they just not announce themselves. This is uh, however they come. Oh, okay. Bus, throw in a flash because you remember uh, baby boo boo, right? They doing that flash grenade, so they can do anything. It's just a no not. That just means they don't have to announce themselves. And see, that's crazy. They don't have to announce themselves. But in um, a video I was watching where they kind of detail the and incident, he was twenty two. Oh, he was twenty two. In the video where they're explaining and dissecting exactly what happened during the incident, the sheriff or the chief of police literally say they announced that they were coming. How do you announce that you're coming if you have a no-knock warrant that you went and got? So you knew you wasn't knocking. You knew you weren't announcing yourself before you entered. And so then you have this 22-year-old who is literally laying down on the couch sleep. He gets up in confusion. And is immediately killed. They were in his apartment or that particular apartment for nine seconds. 
nine seconds. How can you make a decision in nine seconds? I don't even know what I want to eat in nine seconds. Like, I get it. Our brain moves super, super fast and we can make split decisions. But it was like seven of them. And they're all busting in the room. Everybody is super on adrenaline. And it's like, you know what? What was I protesting for? That brings me back to my point. What what were we doing all this for? You know? And I hate to be like a Debbie Downer. And I hate to be like, oh, it's all pointless. Blah, blah, blah. I, ha- I hate to do that. But at this point, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't beat yourself up too much, right? Because this was a case where flat out was lied to, right? After all that protesting, the mayor says we're not going to do no knocks. So you thought that something like that this things had changed, yeah, happen. yeah, you're right. And then it happens, and it finds out. Okay, you just lied to me. So now, see, we're at it again, where it's like, I, see, so I understand what you, how you feel because it's like a, a bad relationship, right? Yeah. Like mm. where somebody does something wrong, then they do something wrong again, and it's not what they did last time. It's what they did the second time. It's it, but it's some new shit. It's a new yeah. wrong thing, like. This time, it's another thing that you did. Like, it wasn't disrespectful. Maybe this time, you just was irresponsible. Right. But now, it's another thing I have to deal with. But I'm dealing with your ass. So, how are we going to make this thing work? Or are you just going to leave? And I think at this point, we had to make that decision. Like, are are you going to try to hold this mayor accountable? Are you going to turn up again? And, you know, how is that going to happen? Or is this time black people just going to leave and just you know, come together for our own and really, you know, do what we need to do. I wonder what it's going to take. I truly, because I feel like I may not see it in my generation, but I feel like, or not in my generation, I don't feel like I'll see it in my lifetime, but I feel like my children by the time that they get to about my age, they will see like true equality. Like, because I feel like more and more people are being educated. More and more people are becoming conscious. More, like more and more people just from the white side. I'm not speaking in like black people. I'm just saying from outside races, because I don't know what country it was, but I read an article about them investigating the United States on why they treat black people so bad. I saw, I read another article that a country said they were going to stop doing business with America because of how they treated black people. So you, you are having more and more people from the outside realize, okay, this is what's going on. Like that, oh, that's crazy. Oh, they crazy. Oh, they ruthless over there. Oh, they are oh, they're on some fucked up ass shit. And so I feel like before it was in the hands of black people. But as time continues to reveal, it's ultimately going to be in the hands of people outside of black people. Just because. Not saying black people don't got no pool, but we don't have as much pool. 
mean, you know, I <clears throat> this your podcast, so I won't go too deep on it. Okay, let me let know. let me hear. No, nah, no, nah, it's it's a because it's a deeper. You know, all this these are like into you know they talk about intersectionality. Well, mm-hmm. there's a lot of intersectionality in our issues within Black people, right? Yeah. You have an issue of a no not warrant. Okay, that's one issue, right? But then you know, upon more research, you find out okay, well, he was at his cousin's house. Mm-hmm. His cousin did get booked that Sunday. His cousin is on probation. Is a suspect for shooting somebody that they got on camera. So it's like the hard inside, you know, because there's two conversations black people have, right? You know, mm-hmm. we have our conversation, but then we have. What we do on the outside, and yeah, while we protesting, I know not warrant shit is bullshit, right? Right. But I also know, um, as a father and a brother, like I would tell my son or my brother, "Hey, you know such and such. You know, you got that." Every yeah. see, black people have similar things, right? Like we just do some things that are just similar, right? Like, <laughs> no like, matter what, no, no matter, matter what, what household. Every person will put batteries in the freezer. I don't know white people have done that, but I know black people <laughs> put batteries in the freezer. It's like, like we have these passed down traditions. Yeah, but every black person also has that one cousin that's into that shit. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? That's into that shit. Either is, was, or is about to be. That, one of the three. One of those three, and you know it. Like in in. And it's like that because it's the next cousin, right? It's that one cousin that's in it, the one cousin that did it, and the one cousin that's coming <laughs> up. But out of those three, you know, okay, I might see that cousin at my grandma's house or something, but that's not the cousin I just go kick it with. Stay with you. No, yeah, you're right. Even that's my favorite cousin, like I even had cousins on some bullshit, but they knew what I was into, so they wouldn't even yeah. have that shit around me, so it couldn't even go down. Right, oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I hate the... I hate that it happened in this situation too, because that probably was his favorite cousin. He was just over there chilling, you know, chilling. But you know, boom, they have the warrant and they can mm. bust in there. But like I always say, there's no excuse for no not warrant. I don't see too much money in the police departments, too much military equipment. I see they got the little goddamn camera, right? With the snake, the, the right, like, and see who's in there. So it's like they could have did a whole bunch of other things besides just using their key and busting up in there. And then it's like narratives, like, oh well, there was a gun there. He was holding the gun. If you see the video, I didn't see him holding the gun. See. I saw him holding the cover, but the gun that was there, that was his, was registered in for him. It wasn't an illegal gun. So. And mm. even in Georgia right now, they just passed the law. You need no paperwork. Right. No paperwork. So they bust up in here right now and I have my gun. I, I should be able to have it. And I'm not doing nothing illegal. So if somebody busts in here saying police, I'm assuming y'all trying to rob me. Right. Because people have been known to do that. In Georgia right now, they're doing fake tickets. Right. I that. saw my <laughs> friend showed me. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> y'all. My friend showed me the fake tickets. And I was like, I am so glad that I be minding my business not going out for real because I couldn't imagine, y'all, it's such of a fake t- a fake real ticket. It has the green part that looks like the ticket. Yeah, and the QR code and everything. So a QR code, like. People do that all the time, you know? So, you know, that was not right by any means. So, I mean, and the sad thing is, like I was saying at the beginning of the pod, you can't bring nobody back. So the family yeah. definitely has a case. They're definitely going to win some money. But that millions of dollars that they get is not going to bring their son back. And we got to do something about these no-not warrants, this qualified immunity, 
and we got to push these Democrats to get this George Floyd bill passed. I'm like, just trying to figure out what. Rights. We, we can vote. I got my ID. I can vote. Like, Give me the George Floyd uh, Policing Act like so we can stop some of this stuff. Because at this point, uh, once again, we've been lied to because even the Chinese or the Asian community got apologies. They got uh, the no hate bill. You have different states that are coming out publicly apologizing to the way uh, the Asian community has been treated in the past. Not one city, state, uh, uh, county, country, whatever, has apologized to black people. Not even one NFL team, not one NBA team, like not one big organization has come out and said, you know what? I'm sorry. The world just continues to keep moving and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving. So much so, the world moves so fast in 2021, I bet people didn't even know that that set a new record of black people being killed by the police. Damn. No one knew that. What was that? No one knew that. Let me see. Let me try to find it. Okay. So it says fatal police shootings in 2021 set record since they began tracking back in 2015. So despite the public outcry, despite the out, the public, um, this is the Washington Post, by the way, despite all of the protests and all the crying, all the fighting, all of the sit-ins, all the demonstrations, despite all of that, 1,055 people were killed by police in 2021. That's absolutely insane. That, that is absolute, That is the highest it has been since 2015. And in 2015, it wasn't even that high. That's just when they started recording it. So we don't know if it's ever been that high. 1,055 people. How do you kill 1,055 people? And what was the ratio of those people being black? Because I know it was at least 90%. I know it was 90%. Because 90% of the population in jail is black. Although we do not make up 90% of the population. I don't think y'all understand. Black people do not make up 90% of the population in this country. Yet, we make up 90% of the population that is in prison. So out of that 1,055 people, I know for a fact that at least 90% of those people were black. And that is absolutely not okay. Here we are in the month of black history and we should be happy. We should be so excited. And you do have the people that celebrate and you do have the people that's profiting. You do got the people that, you know, Ungawa, black power. Like you do have all of that's going on, which is great, which is so fine. But how the hell is that? <clears throat> how the hell is that helping us advance? How? 
I don't know. I do not know how it is helping us advance. The only thing I want to see is stop spending money. That's the only type of celebration I want to see is us stop spending money. Because it has been proven time after time that there are two things that run the world. And it's sex and money. Stop spending your money. I get it. It's a white business around every crumb. Around every crumb. It's a white business um, that you may need or your household is accustomed to. But just be a little more cognizant as to where you're spending your money, how you're spending your money, who you're spending your money with. Just because it's Black History Month. I want us to truly start making history. Because we've been through so much in our past. We've been through so much in our past. So much so that the history books are being whitewashed and rewritten to make it seem like we didn't go through as much as we went through. Damn. So as you're moving forward through life, please, I beg of you, I am on bended knee begging you to start just spending your money a little more wiser. Be a little more conscious with the way you go out and be cool. I'm going to go ahead and give you a quote to help you stay afloat. And I'm getting it from my book, Maya Angelou, The Heart of a Woman. She says, we had to pray without ceasing and work without tiring. And I really um, felt this particular, these particular words just because so often we get tired. This week I got exhausted. I was so mentally drained. And I had to remember, you know what? I've come too far. You've come too far. We have come too far. So when you feel like you aren't good enough, when you feel like you don't have the power, remember you do. Remember who you are. I know you get tired, but you are not tired. Get up. Get out. Go do something. Whether it's just a walk, whether it's to journal, whether it's to pray, get out. And remember to pray without ceasing. And work without tiring. It may not be today, but one day it'll work out. Thanks so much for joining me once again on the Cool and Conscious podcast. That was your quote to help you stay afloat. It has been real banana peel. I know I'm not on social media, but still follow me at questions with Cree. That's questions with QRI. Cool and conscious. That's Q-O-O-L and conscious. And of course, the reason why we're all here. A black-owned, black-run company by the name of Just Eldridge Media. This was so great. Happy Friday. I hope you be safe. Have a good, you know what I'm saying, Valentine's Day. Wrap it up. Dang, dang, dang. <laughs> Wrap it up. Okay. It's not cool to be a baby mama. And it's not cool to be a baby daddy. <laughs> I'll see you no. next week. <laughs> Damn. Damn, we done. Yay, we are done. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll be back.